The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Preston Corbell is a stuntman and actor. He started his career in the film industry as a teenager. His career has a span of 20 years and over 100 productions. Notably, he's doubled for Kenny Powers in Eastbound and Down and Lucas Scott in One Tree Hill. And Preston is on the line with us here. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Glad to be here, Toby. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Being a stuntman sounds like an exciting job and a fun job job is it and also can it be dangerous at times as well sure it's fun i mean you get to do a lot of cool stuff i got to work on dc and marvel so you get to be a superhero some days mm. get to be a teen idol on one tree hill and um, <laughs> a baseball player and a bit of a guy who wears a mullet on uh, eastbound and down so lots of versatility which is very fun but yeah. um i think with stuntmen we always try not to get hurt we always try to focus on you know doing the scene and going through the motions and then you know if we get hurt we don't work the next day so that's yeah. definitely the focal point but um stunts and 20 years has been a blast my body's beat up i can barely walk but hey i got those <laughs> memories and i got those great times in life so yeah definitely fun and look look on it um with fondly and i uh, will enjoy telling the stories for the rest of my life how badly can you get hurt then <laughs> So I've ruptured my Achilles. So I have a pig tendon in my Achilles. Wow. I mean, I've broken ribs, wrists, uh, my collarbone, multiple concussions. Um, I had a really bad back injury towards the late end of my career working on a DC mm. project. Um, bad wire work and just kind of slammed the ground um, with my hip and um, just kind of like re readjusted my spine there for adjustment <laughs> and uh, tore some back muscles that um, still bother me today. Wow. So uh, pretty much every day I just assess the injuries. I'm on a heating pad, at least one part of my body a day, and um, never got into painkillers, never wanted to do that. Just kind of, you know, focus on the pain for the day. And then a lot of times we have to go and do stunts at the same time we get hurt. We got to yeah. work through pain. So um, you can definitely get hurt pretty bad, but yeah. Yeah, that's incredible because there aren't many jobs where you can get an injury as a result of your job that stops you from working right. in that job. But we don't, we, we can't work if we get too injured. So we're definitely yeah. trying to not avoid injury when we work. Yeah. Now you mentioned right at the top about some of the different roles you've worked in and it is quite versatile isn't it so does it necessarily matter if you don't necessarily look like the actor you're doubling for well, I would say, um, I mean, now I'm bald with the beard, but, yeah. you know, when I was 20, I was Lucas Scott or in my 20s, Lucas Scott on One Tree Hill. So, you know, getting down to that 165, 
you know, being looking like a, a teenager. And then in the same time I was doing Eastbound and Down, just doing opposite schedules. So one in the summer, one in the winter, and I would gain up to 250 pounds. So I'd be that 165 to 250 within a year. Wow. So I did actually look like the character. You just had to be extremely disciplined mm. and diet and exercise wow. and then being able to be versatile because that's how we make that's how we make money. If we just look like one part for our whole lives, we're only going to get typecasted. We're not going to make very much money. Yeah. So um, I did look the parts. I just was very, very strict and fitting those parts. And luckily I had that opposite schedule, but yeah. massive weight change within a year for sure. Why did you have to gain the weight? Is there a reason why using some sort of padding wouldn't work? You could, but I mean, we we are, I mean, when you hire a stuntman, you want someone that can just go in there and, and do the scenes just like the actor can. Yeah. And we're trying to be low maintenance. We're trying to just get in there and do what we need to do. So, I mean, and it's kind of like a method actor. You're really trying to fit that role. And if I'm doing Kenny Powers for a whole season, that's, you know, 10 to 12 episodes. And then One Tree Hill's 20 plus episodes. So to, um, I would definitely have to lose the weight. I can't wear yeah. paddings to uh, look skinny. And and with so you, you have to really fit that body type if you want to get, you know, be versatile and get more work. Now, everybody who's ever tried will know that it's quite hard to lose weight. Is it hard to gain weight or do you just have to eat? Because I suppose maybe there are health risks that come along with that that you still want to avoid. There are, but I think, um, you know, in my career, you're going to try to be at a level where you you work out and you can gain muscle pretty quick and you can lose yeah. weight pretty quick. But you have to be that medium level so that you can go both ways. So I can't just hurry up and j- or eat a whole bunch of junk food yeah. and not work out because I'm going to really struggle to get to 165 after I've been 230. So you want to be you want to be healthy, and yeah, you're gonna to have to gain that weight, but you got to lose the weight quick too, and you got to know exactly. And then you're you're two thirty, you got to lose the weight in three four months. So you're like strict diet. You got to know exactly what to do, and you got to be mathematical, and you got to be really on top of it to hurry up and get it. But that's how we make money. If I don't meet yeah. that body weight, I don't look like that character, and I don't have a job. Yeah, it does sound really difficult because you're completely changing your habits, aren't you? You're going from one lifestyle to another. It must be quite. difficult. It's not fun at that point, so... Yeah. Now, you've made a new project called Five Things I Wish I Knew Before I Was a Stuntman. What made you want to do this project? So um, this was a cool project. We got to be on a cool um, movie set, and um, it's really cool just to watch. But um, I think, you know, I, I'm retired now, and I've kind of transitioned into psychology and sports psychology. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to um, kind of leave my knowledge behind, kind of, you know, this is five things you get to do, but um, it only takes three, four minutes of a video, so anyone can watch it but it's kind of cool because you know public that watches all these stunts and all these crazy things you know what are what are five things that i would like to know that we don't know and one of them is like being humble which isn't a crazy stunt thing you would think of and then i'm being humble because we're out there you know doing this doing the action doing the scenes and we're not getting all the credit on screen no one knows who the stuntman is so we got to kind of leave your heart on that film and, and sacrifice your body. So there's a lot of things that I wanted to share with everyone and kind of have that little video to connect with the audience, especially after retirement. Yeah, that's so true about not getting credits, isn't it? Because most people probably don't even think about the stunt people. They're just in their head. They're thinking the character is yeah. jumping off the cliff. Therefore, it must be the safe actor. Yeah. And something I did, I did a, a character called Bunny Man on Cabin Fever, which is, you know, a lot of people know that character but i was in a costume no one knows my face so it's it's fun to um you know do stuff but we don't get the recognition for sure do you kind of like the anonymity of it perhaps 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Being in very well-known scenes, but you're not going to get swamped on the street? No, I do because um, I love the art of film and I love the art of uh, stunts and kind of sacrificing your life and doing everything for the film because that's really where you leave your stamp, your heart on that film. And, you know, it's so just for the project, so for the art and for the audience. And I don't need all that other mess. I just want to give back to the audience and really produce a quality amount of work where my heart was in it. Yeah. What are the other four things that you wish you knew before you started being a stuntman? One, you're going to have to watch the video to find out. And two, <laughs> I don't really remember all of them. So, oh. <laughs> but no, the video's fun. Um, being humble was one. And uh, versatile. You know, we have to be very versatile. Like I said, Katie Powers, you know, Lucas Scott's versatile. But we have to um, know a lot of things in stunts. We have to be really good at one thing, whether it's martial arts or no fear and you can jump off any building or whatever. And then all the other stuff kind of goes along. And I was able to do multiple kinds of stunts and do multiple kinds of characters mm. on the fly, which made me very versatile and made me get work. So um, yes. you always have to be on your toes and ready to go when you get that job. Yes. And I did watch the video, by the way, uh-huh. and it's very nicely done, I think. It's very relaxed atmosphere because it starts in a cafe and it feels like you're talking to the viewer personally. Yeah, no, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to connect with that and I just wanted people to kind of get an inside view and me sharing my knowledge afterwards. 
Do you do the stunt in a different way depending on who you're doubling for? As in, like, maybe would you jump in a different way if it was a young person compared to an older person? Or is it the same all the time? What I do anyway is you would have to study the actor, maybe projects that they've done, but you also have to study the character. So the actor and the character. And a lot of times we don't get to see the actor portray the character very long before we're in there because yeah. we're filming at the same time. So portray what the character would do and then maybe, you know, relay your um, intentions with the actor. A lot of times we can watch the actor do a walkthrough and then go through that. But it's all about studying character and actor. And um, yeah, you would definitely do things differently depending on who it is. Now, when did you first realize that you had a talent for stunt doubling if such a thing exists? Um, I started out acting as a teenager and just started out um, doing little things. And then um, I got to be on a cool movie called Cabin Fever and Mm. got to do a cool character there and then kind of rolled into One Tree Hill. And I was fortunate enough to live in a small town that was also like a little Hollywood town where everything came to that studio. And I got to do a lot of work around there. And um, it was cool because there was a lot of projects and um, you got to be versatile. Yeah. And um, what characters you got to play again with that versatile word I love so evidently. But um, <laughs> you get to be, um, you know, a lot of different stuff. So uh, stunts is fascinating me because I can in the same week get set on fire, jump off a building, get hit by a car. Yeah. And it's in a day of work. So, yeah, that's an exciting life what made you want to retire then now that you're doing psychology my body <laughs> i was uh, i would i would say it was kind of forced into retirement although 20 mm. years is you know huge longevity for that career but um yeah my body just i got to a point where i was just getting injured after injury after injury yeah. and um, i'm doing sports psychology now which um, is great because i can work with professional athletes and kind of i was a professional athlete so i can get in that mindset offer knowledge that i have and um, offer um, education that i've learned so i think it's a great training transition for me and um you know stunts and film will always be a part of my life some way or another but i think the sports psychology definitely will help me help me help others yeah have you ever thought about doing acting just in general instead of being a stunt actor i've done some acting um I, i don't mind doing small acting things i've never really wanted to do any big acting being the center of attention or anything it's just not me i I like stunts and i like uh, the art of it so of all the stunts you've done is there perhaps a most dangerous one um i think uh, i always go back to you know getting hit by a car probably done it 50 plus times but with the car you know it's going at a certain speed and you have you know your knees here so when the car gets you have to roll at that split second and it's, it's so much timing so much trust to the driver and the stunt crew and the stunt coordinator and um, being able to hit that millisecond of rolling on a car. And if you don't, you break your leg, you could break other things. So it's it's that timing and um, that's that not being an adrenaline junkie as everyone thinks stuntmen are, because we, we can't be adrenaline in that moment. Um, we have to be very calm and calculating. Um, and then being st- set on fire is always fun. Um, it's always <laughs> a process getting getting um, suited up and they, you know, they put this kind of liquid on you that makes you super cold. Wow. And then um, by the time you're suited up for an hour and they're, you know, you're just freezing. So you're ready to get set on fire. And um, the actual being set on fire and stuff, you're never on there for a very long time. You're never on, on fire for a very long time, but it feels like forever. And that's like the most intense, awesome few seconds or a minute that you have in your life, I think. So I think being set on fire is definitely my favorite. Is being set on fire quite dangerous or are you safe in that moment and it's easily extinguishable? I mean, you're always dealing with danger with um, stunts, especially fire. But I always say um, I was fortunate enough to be a part of all these big projects. You have the best stunt coordinator, best crew, best paramedics. 
if you're going to do stunts, this is the best possible situation to do it in. So I am fully comfortable. I have no fear in that aspect because, um, you know, if I go down, I get injured. God forbid something even worse happened. I'm comfortable with that. And I'm proud of what I'm doing right there. So now I don't have any any fear in that aspect. Yeah. And what other tactics are there in terms of doing stunts? Are you just skilled at things that a normal actor isn't? Or sometimes are you just putting yourself in something that just is blatant danger and there's no way of getting out of it, really? I think like um, you see a lot of things with Marvel and DC. Mm. Um, a lot of those people are martial artists. A lot of those people um can do you know cool jumps and flips where i couldn't do but i could yeah. you know you, you get really good at i could jump off a building not have that fear and once you're up on that building you're kind of just focused in the moment and there's no adrenaline for me it's just yeah. like let's es- execute this and not get hurt um but every every stuntman pretty much um is really good at one thing um and they have their skill set i was able to um do a lot of things and um yeah i mean it's just it, it depends on the stunt and everything, but um, yeah, it's all fun. Yeah. Of all the stunts you've done as well, which one would you say you're the most proud of? We did, I always go back to a limousine scene and a show we did uh, where it was crashed off a, a bridge. Wow. And um, it was so cool because back then, early 2000s, it's a lot different with um you know cameras and um just technology so you, you had that uh that that limousine hit the bridge and we had one shot so you only got one limousine you only got one bridge so there's so many cameras around and you have to get everything so perfect so much practice comes down to that whole like 10 seconds of crashing and um just the intensity of that moment and how excited everyone is when you get that scene and then I'm um, doing underwater stuff, doing um, underwater stuff in the tanks at the studio where it looks like the yes. lake. And you're trying to hold your breath at the same time as you're trying to execute the scene and you're trying to go through the stunt. So the amount of difficulty was huge, but um, being in that water with all that chaos going on outside, and it's like dead silent in that water and it's peaceful. And I think that's really where, you, where I enjoy stunts. And in that moment, when you're doing a big stunt like that, are you scared or nervous, not really out of the fear of messing it up but more out of the fear of injury or even death i think any kind of dangerous stunt if i'm in that moment i am by myself with the moment there's nothing yeah. else going on it could be chaos going on there's hundreds of people on set everyone's around but it's just me and whatever that stunt is and i find so much peace um and that night i enjoy it so much and that that aspect of it so um i don't i don't have fear in that because i know i have the best people around me but um i find so much joy in just being in that moment of just me and the stunt well where are we able to keep up to date with you and of course find the video five things i wish i knew before i was a stuntman so the videos on um youtube uh Everything you can pretty much find, you search Preston Corbell um, on Google and everything pops up. The one uh, social media I'm on is uh, Instagram. We have a great community there, um, very engaging, very positive. So if you just want to go to my Instagram, stunt.beast, and you can also look at the link tree in the bio that has some videos and some articles. Um, you can look that up. But, uh, you know, check out the Instagram. Um, you know, everyone's encouraging. Everyone's really, really good on that. And then also Cameo.com. Um, Cameo is a place where celebrities do shout outs. And um, I love to connect with fans there and really, um, you know, just just have that connection with everyone. But that's it. That's how you find me. <laughs> Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been very interesting to talk to you. Thank you, sir. And uh, thank your audience for having me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show. 